Hello, everyone, and welcome to another spooky episode of Zing This. Yes, you got me, Zinger, and I'm joined by a skeptical individual that has a project for themselves. And they, you do two episodes a week, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes, we are joined by Jay of Project Skeptic Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, you, you're 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 back. I'm back. What's going on, Zinger? How you been? I how's uh. I have How's been, everything? I have been, and it's a pleasure to have you on for this, for this our yearly roundup of what do you fear, where I grab a paranormal podcaster and really get into the nitty gritty of what got you into this industry, what have you done with with your time, and I think not. No offense, there are other ones. I think you're the you are the freshest of the freshmen of the group because. Your first episode premiered, if everything is correct on Apple Podcast, your first episode premiered October 31st, 2021. Yeah, we are actually coming up. We did our 100th episode on Friday night. It came out Sunday, and we are going to do our one year this Friday night for uh, a big recap. We're going to have the full studio of the four of us and um, have a recap of... Everybody's favorite episodes and, you know, just breakdown of some of the stuff that we've talked about in the last 12 months. It blows my mind that we've been talking for 12 months about just the craziest of the craziest things that you can think of. Well, it's funny because, I mean, not not to not to nudge, nudge, plug, plug, but if I remember correctly, I think Zygnus is officially six years old now. And that's something that I... <laughs> Ugh. It, it's funny because I do have to actually sit there and be like, have we covered this? And just kind of ponder on it to remember if we have or haven't. Bigger stuff, it's okay, but like a random topic idea, you have to think on it. But um, I, I, I like that you're going back and recapping because, of course, I was going to hit you with your first episode. Do you remember what the first thing you covered was? Yeah, it was missing Malaysian Flight 370. Did you find it? I think there was there was some uh, I didn't find it. <laughs> no, there was some updates throughout the year though. There was um, somebody that was doing some kind of um, I forget how he did it, but there was um, there's a wavelength that that travels the Earth, and they find this disruption from this wavelength that they think that that could possibly be like it wasn't there in 2015 but then it was after the crash so that might describe where the actual plane is in the ocean now that's weird that's some we that's some straight up weird stuff but i i guess we got to i guess it's got to boil down to can you physically show me something in the end yeah, so I, I don't know how many you know fathoms it is down but uh, i'm sure it's not uh I'm sure it's not easily accessible. Mm-hmm. So, um, you've you've covered plenty of stuff on your show, which I which I'll get into because I know that you said that you're going to be doing a roundup. But I also want to want to poke at your brain a little bit before then because this will probably come out after you do your roundup. So, what I want to poke at you with is this: What led you to the world of podcasting and doing your own podcast? And why? So whenever- 
paranormal and the weird. So when you kind of like ad- asked me that question earlier, I was thinking, you know, I I kind of want to think about why and how. Let's go back a little bit. So as as a young child in a in a in a teenager there, I was always the the entertainment of the family. Mm-hmm. I could always spout off a joke that I would remember and I could have them on call like that. I could tell jokes. I would, I would, I'm outspoken. I'm, you know, I was always making people laugh and doing stuff with the, you know, the family trying to get them to laugh and always trying to have a good time wherever I am. And I really got into paranormal, weird, strange stories, probably in my early twenties, just uh, watching some different things about cryptids and stuff like that. And then I really got into some different things. And then living in Pennsylvania, I started reading more about the the legends and the the stuff that goes on in Pennsylvania. So whenever I thought of it a, a year, well, it was about a year and a half ago in the works. But when I got everything going, I was like, all right, this is what I want to cover. This is the stuff that I've been interested in. This is the stuff that I listen to on podcasts. So it kind of just made sense to be able to just go into that genre of talking weird and strange and, you know, occult stuff like that. And it, it, it seems to be a hit with, like, people that I didn't think would be a hit with, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I, I, I know from, like I said, Zingness is pop culture, but, of course, October and whenever I feel like it during the year, we kind of slip into the realm of the paranormal and the weird, so... And yeah, it, it is something that, that, that those are some of our more popular episodes in the sense of we will get a lot of feedback on that stuff and get, get a lot of people interested and run into other podcasters that, that cover this stuff for the most part. So yeah, it's it's definitely something that that people, I, I think, are more open to being into now, too. Yeah, I think it, it definitely is one of those things that people want to hear not... You know, not just the same old stories or something like that. That this is, you know, any type of weird or strange story that maybe or maybe can't be explained really piques people's interest. Mm-hmm. So I, I was about to say, is there one that that really brought you like to like the like have you covered like your holy grail of of um paranormal? Like like is is there a topic that you've covered? that you wanted to cover and that you've really discovered something, or is it something that's just out of reach for you? If, there, if that makes sense. That I, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Google docs on my, on my homepage that are just stuff that isn't finished because I'm still, you know, cycling through it all. But there is a couple cases that are strange that I've covered that I really wanted to cover within the, you know, first six months of the show or something like that. Uh, one of them that I really liked getting into, it, and it's, it's not strange and paranormal, nor is it like true crime or anything like that, but I really liked uh, diving into the, um, the Lake City Quiet Pills. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting story to me just because like, it could have been like operative work that was ran by some old guy, or it could have just all been nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, give us a quick... like. Not saying a full episode on it, but just a, just a quick little thing for people who might not be fully aware of what that is. So Lake City Quiet Pills was a um, image hosting site that would uh, host images into Reddit. 
and there was some Reddit users on there that would uh, kind of moderate the Lake City Quiet Pills website into a strange, I don't even want to mention it, but a strange subreddit. And um, But in the HTML files of the website, Lake City Quiet Pills, there was um, code in there that almost looked like uh, wet work or murder for hire. Mm. And you could you could see them as job, they almost looked like job listings, like, you know, need to... Two people fluent in Arabic, you know, stuff like that. They would say that they would kind of say stuff like that, but they wouldn't ever give the, you know, they wouldn't give the full detail yeah. of the job. But it, it ended up all culminating in a in a murder of an arms dealer in Dubai in 2013, where uh, 15 people showed up in Dubai, and they end up murdering this um, arms dealer Whoa. from Hamas, and. Uh, then they're out. They were gone. They're, all 15 of them were gone. Nobody's ever found them. No, Nobody's ever seen them ever again. They all had fake passports and everything like that. And it kind of tied to the Lake City Quiet Pills uh, postings in the HTML files. Now, there's some discrepancies in the story where it could be either one where that could all just be nonsense or it really was a job listing for wet work. But, there, you know, it, it could be either way. Interesting. I, I don't think I've looked into that one. Cause it, it, I thought it was something else, and that was... And I'm thinking of the... Um, I, I realize what I'm thinking of. It's the little mosaics that were put into the ground. I'm trying to remember what those are called now. It's like these little mosaic things that kept on appearing different places. For some reason, I thought that that's what we were talking about. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's completely different. And now somebody is screaming at their phone or whatever... Um, about whatever I just said. So definitely was not what I was thinking. So your clarification also helped me because I would have blurred out something. You'd be like, that is absolutely not what we were talking about. <laughs> so um, so is there in your research, since, since, since this is, of course, the what do you fear, is there something that has creeped you out or had you, you know, sleep with the lights on or or creeped you out in your research so far, either something you have done or working on doing? Um, or something you know about that you're just avoiding talking about altogether? So I'm not a, I'm not a thrill seeker, so I don't really go out and like look for uh, ghosts and hauntings, even though those are, there's a lot around me in general where I live. There's, there's tons of them. But we were talking a couple uh, months ago about... Um, the ghost of the ghost. Oh, geez, the ghost is of the tsunami in. Mm -hmm. um, where was that? Sorry, I have my thing right here. So it was in Fukushima in yeah. uh, um, the nuclear power plant that's there and everything like that. Well, after all this happened with the nuclear power plant and the melt, not the meltdowns, but they all went critical and. Uh, Afterwards, and so many people had had perished from the actual tsunami. I think there was like twelve thousand or thirteen thousand people that were killed after with the earthquake in what I don't even know what year it was. Two thousand eleven, and uh, now there's all kinds of uh, ghost sightings in this in this little town 
on the coast where people will show up in like winter clothes because it happened in March and they'll ask for rides. And then there, there's people down on like the shoreline that are looking for or looking for loved ones, but they're, they're really not there either. It is a very, very creepy happening, like in a paranormal sense that, I mean, there was a massive loss of life and then it just gets, into the paranormal where every there there's a monk trying to help people over there deal with these hauntings and these sightings because there's so many of them. He actually raised a church to help um, all these victims and the, the families of these people that are having these experiences from all the loss of life. So I was scrolling through your, your episodes before and during while we're talking and that one I went by and my eyes just caught it. And due to gaming, I went, why did he talk about Ghost of Tsushima? Like, it's just, <laughs> I saw Ghost, I saw Of, and it just, my brain filled in the rest. So then when I was scrolling back up, I went, oh, makes more sense now. That makes a lot more sense now that I fully read that. Okay. Makes makes more. I mean, not, not that that wouldn't be a good topic to cover, but it's one of those, like, why would he cover it? So, yeah. interesting. Um. But no, I I wanted to, I wanted to hit you with that and everything, and that and that is a definitely a good answer. Now I'm gonna put you in the hot seat for a second. You have had a lot of guests on your show, so I will give you two options: who would be a dream guest for you to have on, or who has been one of your favorite guests to have on so far. My my dream guest to have on, I've reached out and I have it's I, I know it's kind of a pipe dream, but I'd like to have Josh Gates from the discovery. Channel. Oh man. I would love for that. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Continue. So, so I've reached out, uh, I've reached out two times and, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure he gets a, a million emails a day, but just the, the modern day, like Indiana Jones stuff mm -hmm. that he does. I just find it fascinating. And I've always, I always have, I've watched like every show that he's ever been on, but I just want to like, I just want to pick his brain a little bit about anything for, you know, in an hour or something like that. It would, that would be my, my dream probably guest. I'm sorry. I'm looking it up real quick. Cause I, I no offense to Josh Gates, all of his stuff kind of blends together slightly. So that's why I'm like looking up exactly which one I'm thinking of. And I swear it was Destination Truth because that time frame works perfectly. That was one that if, if Ellie were on, she'd point this out. But that was one we loved watching because we always swore that there was like a keg of beer right off of right off to the off to the side. Because it was just like a ton of like yo bros going out and hunting for stuff. And that yeah, was I, one that we, we always enjoyed that one. I mean, I know he's done other stuff and it's all vaguely similar, but, but De Destination and Truth, if I remember correctly, was one of the ones that got us hooked onto the, um, to the Josh Gates train. Yeah. That's, that's the one that really got me probably solidified in watching every, everything that he does now. Now it's fanboy out if I ever talk to him or something. Okay. I, like, like I said, I mean, I've been a guest on your show. Some other people have. So I was like, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus here by being like, which one of us was the best? But that's why I was like, you know what? I'll give them the out of who's your dream guest to have on. And and yes, I definitely reach out to these people. You never know who to respond. Um, I think I've told this story before. 
um, David Flora was one that I never, ever, I reached out to him and everything, and I was like, there's no way he's going to respond to this, and now we do like a monthly roundtable show where we talk about terrible movies, so I mean, you never know, and I even think I even put in the letter to him that, miss 100% of the shots you don't take, so I'm trying, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sure he has it somewhere as blackmail for me one day, but yeah, I mean, no, no, that 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 is definitely a cool guest. Definitely immediately register with me as that would be awesome to to for to get on and to, and to listen to you talk to them and get that interaction and everything. So that is really cool. Um, on that note, now, not that you have to say destination truth, but is if you could revive a paranormal show since they come and go or dime a dozen sometimes, if you had the opportunity, if someone from Discovery, History, or whatever other channel just does this stuff, and they were like, hey, we're giving you the opportunity to bring this back, is there one that you'd like to bring back? There's so many that have come and gone. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know off the top of my head. That's the thing. Like, you watch so many of them, Mm -hmm. and then, like, next thing you know, you're on Netflix, and there's you can watch all of them in a row. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know anything. The, the the destination truth one, I think is a good one because the, the, the looking for the different, you know, things around the world or cryptids or whatever he was out there looking for. I think that would be, yeah, that, that'd be definitely a pretty good one for sure. All right. I, I know I asked you this, but I'm going to give my own answer real quick. So I don't think I've ever answered this on here. I know if you've listened, you probably know the answer. Monster Quest. I would love to bring Monster Quest back. Just cause, uh, I mean, I know they've done other stuff has been done similar to it, but Monster Quest would be like one that I'd love to bring back just out of because I've heard that they were canceled and they said it wasn't for lack of subject matter. We had plenty. There was other reasons that we were we were kind of overlooked and moved on from. So. That to me, I'm like, what else did they have in the pipeline? Is is what I've always wanted to know. So that is that was such a good show too. Just the the theatrics of the whole show, like they made you like they drew you into mm-hmm. like the Beast of Bray Road or something yeah. like that. And, and and that's the funny thing. Like me and one of my buddies would watch it like back back in the day, and we'd be sitting there, and he'd be like, "Man, this is doing me the same thing every time, man. They're gonna find something. It's gonna go to commercial." And by the way, this is a spot-on impression of him. So, <laughs> I he knows who he is, and certain people know exactly what I'm talking about. But he's like, "Man, they're gonna come back, and it's gonna be like, oh, the 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 DNA was inconclusive or something." And then he'd be sitting there, come back. Take a sip of beer and be like, told you. But we'd watch every single episode. <laughs> like, it was one of those things where we knew exactly how it was going to play out every time, but we were right there watching. So, I, I guess who's the fool in that, that 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 scenario for that? But, but yeah, that would be my personal pick. Just just because just I'm like, I always liked the way they approached it. I love that voiceover they had. And it, I just think it was overall a good show. And they had the right talking heads, too. Every yeah. now and then, so... I mean, now they, they have other people that go out and do that stuff. They like specifically focus on Alaska and stuff like that. So like I said, it's, it's, it's weird looking back and then looking at where we are now to where some stuff has gone from there and everything. Um, so I, I guess I'm going to pick your brain a little bit more and kind of focus in on some stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm putting your, your credibility on the line for a second. Oh boy. So 
I'm going to hit you with a few and you tell me yay or nay if you truly believe or if you're a skeptic <laughs> or if you are truly project skeptic on this topic. Ghost. Uh, 100% true. You you got you 100% back that. All right. Bigfoot. Uh Yes. Yes. Believer, yes. Do you have evidence? Do do you have personal experience? No, I no. The reason I said I had a I had a ghost encounter at one point in my life, but oh, uh, you're ruining had. a future question. I was going to ask if you ever had an experience, but I'll let you get okay. to that later. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll save that for later since I know the answer now. Uh, yeah, no, no Bigfoot experience. I spent a lot of times in the t- time in the woods when I was uh, younger into my late twenties, but I've never had uh, seen some other, you know, bears and stuff like that that'll scare the crap out of you. But yeah. All right. UFOs. Yes. Unidentified flying objects? Yeah. Yes. All right. Now, aliens. Uh, Little gray man or green. Yeah. I I think there's more out there that we don't know, so I can't... I, I, I believe that there's probably more to everything than just us, so, I mean, that that'd have to be a yes. All right. Now, for the big one, who killed JFK? Uh, the man on the grassy knoll. You think it's the man on the grassy knoll? Yeah, because uh, Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald had a way better shot at JFK coming down the street than he did going away from his uh, going away from him. So, and the the whole back and to the left kind of thing—that's kind of uh, my feeling on it. All right, I'm, I'm not trying to, to sway you or anyone listening. I go, and I'm sure you've heard about this one, I go with the Secret Service accidentally killing him. From the, That's a good... For, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you know, and I'll explain in a second. It was the following car. Um, the One of the Secret Service agents stood up with a um, one of the guns they had, and the theory is that they fired it by accident because the safety wasn't on, and that bullet just nailed him straight in the head. And that's why Oswald claimed he was a patsy. The way the bullet goes in is completely different from the one Oswald used. The angle, there was gunpowder smelled. And that particular rifle that was being used at that time was immediately shelved and not used again by the Secret Service. So, Oh, yeah. So, I, like I said, there's evidence for a lot of stuff, but that's the... I'd like to believe in the... It's the dumbest possible thing that could have happened. It is the most <laughs> weirdest thing that could have possibly happened. Also, um, there, there's, I can't remember, and sorry to make a joke about it, but there is, um, I can't remember who said it. It's for some other podcast where they were talking about it, and they just went, I think he killed himself. <laughs> like, at this point, I think he knew what, that everyone was trying to kill him, so he just killed himself. So, well, there's a, there's another theory too. It was the guy, the other guy, and the the governor in the front seat turned around and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, or, or or the driver turned around and shot him. So, yeah. um, I, I like, like I said, I always like asking that one since I knew you covered it. I knew it was something fresh enough that you'd have it. But that's like I said, take teach their own. I think that's something we will never truly one hundred percent know what actually happened that day. So yeah, unless we have a time machine. In that case, I think there's other stuff we'd we'd probably go to first. Um, oh man, I had I had another I had another one popped in my head that I wanted to ask you, and then it floated away. And now I'm trying to remember what it was. 
I think it's something you have covered before. I'm delaying now and just randomly talking until moon, I hmm. moon landing. I, I, I was, uh, you know what? I'll go with that. Moon landing. Yay or nay. Oh man. I, I, I am the biggest non-believer in the moon landing that oh, I think. Oh, come had. on. Uh, I just, uh, I just, I think that the technology in the sixties just wasn't there to get us the whole way to the moon landed and then back off of the moon and back to earth without a hitch. I'm, I, I just don't, I don't think that, uh, that, I mean, we did have the V twos or the, the rockets and everything to, to get us into space, but man, do I struggle with the thought of landing perfectly, taking back off from the moon reconnecting with the with the jet or the the spaceship and then flying back to earth and landing in the pacific ocean all right to each their own i it's one of those things i i don't see i i more believe that it would have been impossible for us to have covered it up there is the theory that we didn't land that time that we landed like a few years like truly landed like on the next one or the one after that 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 one was a publicity stunt but my thing is, I'm like, I, I, I need more hard evidence for me than than what's been produced. So I'm kind of like, eh. Plus, I don't want to get punched in the face by uh, Buzz Aldrin or Neil Armstrong. <laughs> which, whichever one will, will immediately on the spot deck you is something I'm at all times looking to avoid. So, so yeah. So, that, so there's that. Um, I, I guess, because I know you covered this recently. Cobain. Yeah, that, uh, did you ever watch that documentary, Soaked in Bleach? I've seen it, but it's been a long time. Man, does that point at Courtney Love being the, not being the actual, uh, person who pulled the trigger, but the, the mastermind behind it. If I remember correctly, I think the person who made Soaked in Bleach wanted to heavily imply that, so they used every bit of evidence that pointed at that, but I'm in the theory of, I think he just... He killed himself. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to be boring with that one. I think he just did. And because I think if Courtney Love had done it, someone would have. If if there was a way to prove she did, it would have been proven by now. I, I don't think she I, I don't think that the, the group that she would have had would have been the smartest individuals. Maybe she did offer it to somebody. But I don't think they actually went through with it. Just my personal opinion on that one. Just mine. So um, while I delay to see if I can remember what exactly it was that popped into my head earlier that I still haven't remembered, is there a particular, like, if you could go Bigfoot hunting, Loch Ness monster hunting, UFO, like, what site would you like to go to or hunt would you like to be on? Like, if you could go on a Destination True style adventure with Josh Gates and one of your favorite <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> Zinger. Yay! <laughs> um, what what would you go... What would be your episode? Like, what would be your dream episode? Uh, I think I would like to... I, I mean, I kind of toss up between two of them, I guess. I think I would like to go to the... I'd like to go to Area 51, mm -hmm. maybe somewhere around there, just to... 
go there, see what's going on there, around there. I've never been out west, so I think that would be an interesting one. But I think the one that on the ground, uh, where you can actually go, I think the uh, Bluff Creek and the Patterson-Gimlin film. Interesting. So would you like to get all the camera stuff and have them like do all those recreations they've done and have somebody try to recreate the exact gate and do all that fun stuff? Yeah, like I'm 6'2", 250. I think I could like throw something on and try to like make the motion and walk and see if we could actually like create it and get the certain type of camera that they had and how slow they were recording with it and everything. I think to get out there and get the angle, I'm sure it probably looks way different from 67 to now, but yeah, I think that would be, uh, I think that would be a cool one to do and try to recreate for sure. Okay. I, I think they've, I'd say, cause I think they've redone it in something before, but I don't remember exactly which, but it's one of those that it has changed drastically. So, I mean, it's it's familiar, but it's not, like, the exact same. So, no, yeah, I think that that would be interesting to cover. And I heard that it is a hike and a half to get out there still. Yeah. Like, it's, it's still kind of off in its own realm of stuff. So, um, on that note, have you had any experiences yourself with the paranormal or with the topics you cover? Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about some other stuff on here that uh, not really. I mean, it's close to me. It's close to where I grew grew up. I've been there. I like to, some of the haunted places around here. I've been down those roads so many times, and I, or, or through these tunnels so many times, or at this haunted mansion, or something like that. Because there's so much stuff around me that's haunted, just because growing up in the area and knowing the stories. But there is a story out of uh, Pavia, Pennsylvania, and it's about two boys getting lost when they were younger in the 1860s and they got lost in the woods their father and mother went looking for them this was like april so it was still real cold out uh they couldn't find them couldn't find them couldn't find them they were you know the cops and the police and people like that were pointing fingers at the parents that it's something that happened to these two young boys and then a man in the town has a dream about uh, a shoe and a teddy bear and a dead deer and a birch tree across a river or a creek and um, what? Sorry, yeah, no, 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 no. It's it. It is. D- despite our difference in location, the East Coast and both of us are. are I'm sorry, uh, rural East Coast. It's something that no matter how many miles, there are certain things that are just. Through and through, you, 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 you know country sometimes. <laughs> so this guy has this dream and about all this stuff, and then um, his son follows his like exact locations of, of this dream, and he comes across a teddy bear and a, and a dead deer and this birch tree and everything like that, and they find these two boys frozen. It was like three days later. They, had, they, they were dead. So um, fast forward a couple hundred years. I lived uh, about a mile and a half from their location where they they had found the boys. There's actually like a monument down there. You can go down and see it. And um, I worked second shift at the time and driving home. This is all adding up to the perfect setup, by the way. This this (laughs) is all the perfect setup for this story. So thank you. (laughs) <laughs> driving home, uh, second shift, I was I worked till 2.30 or 2 o'clock and I was driving home. It was about 2.30 in the morning and uh, it was February. It was snowing real hard 
and uh, you come across this straight away in these fi- uh, farm fields on either side, and there's a church at the end of it. Well, from the church to me, uh, there was two boys walking alongside of the road with their heads down, wearing all black. As I kind of went by them, I, I glanced over. I didn't see any facial features or anything. It just looked like two people, small children, 2.30 in the morning, walking in a snowstorm. Yeah. So my uh, initial reaction was it was the the lost boys of the Alleghenies. I drive home, I freak out, and uh, I don't sleep for a day. That that's something I've, I've 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 never knock on wood. I've never had any ghost experiences myself that I can definitely point to and be like I saw something. Have I heard strange noises? Yes. Have I worked in places that are supposedly haunted? Yes. Do I live in an area where there is tons of Civil War battlefields that allegedly have um, ghost stuff going on at them? Yes. Have I ever, like I said, experienced anything definite? No, but I know plenty of people that have. And there have been people that have told me stuff very similar to that. Like one one of my buddies, me me and him were literally out in the woods fishing at this, um, one of our local like reservoirs up in the national park and everything. And then we were talking about stuff and he was telling me that. And it was one of those things where we're out in the middle of nowhere and he's telling me this. (laughs) And it's like the weirdest thing in the world. Luckily it was dead middle of day. So I wasn't too creeped out, but it was one of those things. It was like, man, if you had told me this at night, I would have not been in the mood to go back. I would be like, you know what? I'll stay up here with the bear tracks and everything. And take my chances, but yeah, no, because that yes, that that would probably freak me out too. Would, would be I've, that. Now I've had a I've I've told this story before. I don't know if it was on the show or somebody else. I was telling about um, when I was real young. My my grandfather had passed away. Like I was six, and then my 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 grandmother farther along in two thousand and eight. She was like ninety one or something like that. But she lived in the house for. Uh, however many years that was it was 17 more more years and every time me and my sister would go over there you could feel a presence in the house which was odd and then um after they my my grandmother was uh moved out and moved in with my mom and dad and stuff like that they um they had sold the house so we went over and were welcoming the people in and i never had that feeling there after they sold the house interesting so it was almost like my grandfather was waiting there. Like I never had any like visual things, but you always felt this presence What when you were over there. And then, like I said, they sold the house. And then I've been in it multiple times since, and uh, I've never had that feeling again. Hmm. Very interesting. I, I've, I've heard stuff similar to that as well. Well, like I said, never experienced it myself. I've just been creeped out in places. So I think that's <laughs> just, I think there's a difference there. Um, no, the the other the one one of the other things I wanted to ask you is um, with the seemingly endless amount of topics for the paranormal and stuff like that that are available to you. Um, what are some of the ones that you'd like to cover, possibly soon, possibly some other time? But what are some stuff that you could say is on the docket? And dear listener, I'm not holding him to any of this. So if he's on next year for something, I'll be like, where's I, he is not Florin. I am de- not demanding my Atlantis episode <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. Uh, yeah, we got some stuff coming up. We've, we for the last probably month or two, we've been into this weird, um, strange, like strange true crime stuff. 
Notice. So we're going to try Notice. to get out of <laughs> So we're going to try to get out of that uh, a little bit. Um I want to get into some more topics on um some more UFO topics. Mhm. For sure, I want to, you know, I want to get into the the Bob Lazar stuff like that. Maybe do an episode on that. I know it sounds like cliche, but there's some more. I mean, the Lonnie Zamora case. I want to do an episode on that. Um, Lonnie Zamora is the police officer that had the incident, yes. correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a there's a couple in my like. So I use my little notes thing on my phone probably more than anybody in the world. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm, because, I'm close. I'm close on that too. I, I know I know exactly what what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, there's some uh, there's some stuff coming up. Um, definitely want to get into SL one and Idaho Falls. There's uh. There's some stuff that goes on up there with uh, the U.S. government and nuclear propulsion stuff. I want to get into that. Uh, I I did have some like lists of stuff that I wanted to do, but I know that there's some cult stuff that I want to get into also, just because that that kind of stuff fascinates me hmm. with cult with cult leaders. I don't know why, but it's so just we, interesting. We, yeah, there's there's one that's it's it keeps popping up and I keep seeing more and more about and I don't know how to take it because it it right now it doesn't seem like a cult, but I guarantee you in like ten years it's gonna be a cult. I was about to say if if you're gonna say Scientology, there there are people that are way ahead of you on that one. <laughs> no, that. no, I no, I, I agree with that one already, but yeah, this <laughs> Yeah, this one that I've been like doing some research on, I was like, man, I don't I don't know about it yet, but it kind of gives me that feel uh cultish already. So is there a topic you've started research on or have done that you're like, this is untapable or this is uncoverable in the sense of it's either too much or you're scared of what you might uncover? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did have that one kind of hanging there. I did have the H.H. H. Holmes one hanging on my on my page, on my homepage, on my laptop for, I don't know, probably uh, six months. That it's I not just Jack the finish. Ripper. I'm going to point that out. I'm, I want that said out loud by me so no one thinks I even vaguely have that idea. It's H.H. H. Holmes is not Jack the Ripper. Just throwing that out there. This is the okay. part where Jay okay. says... Yes, he is, and here's my evidence. And then there's going to be a yelling match for a few minutes. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. But you, you can be all, you can have all the not fun you want to have over there. But <laughs> I, I, I will have not fun with that one. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll, I'll take any like uh, I'll look at every angle on stuff like that, especially with uh, you know H. H. Holmes. It, it kind of feels like um, the timeline wouldn't match up. To the point that um, he wouldn't have the time to get somewhere and back in time to be both people. Plus, H.H. A- 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 Holmes was like nut job con man who happened to murder people. Whereas Jack the Ripper, to the best of our knowledge, was just murdered people. There, there, was, there was no weird con job along with it. Now, if he had built a murder castle over in England and was pulling yes. people in there, that'd be di- I, I'd be like, you know what? I might be able to link these, but... Since there was no murder hotel castle thing, 
I don't think it was. I, I think that's my biggest evidence to say it definitely wasn't H.H. Holmes. Yeah, there was no insurance fraud with the murders from Jack the Ripper either. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think you're clear on that one. Yeah. No, I, I just wanted to know because I know that there's some topics that some people have been like, I mean, in talking to other people, they're like, hey, man, this one's like really hard to do. Or it's one of those, I've gone down a rabbit hole. And I swear there's a Zingness topic that, that is that. And I'm going to look it up real quick Why I'm assuming you talk about other ideas you've had or stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure in the 300-plus episodes, there's somewhere over there or something. But I, I do have – so there there is one thing, like, uh, if you guys come over and listen to the show, uh, you'll, you'll notice a theme sometimes with our show is um, when I have a certain guest on, they like to talk um, true crime. And there is a true crime. There is a murder out of our local little area, our local county, that I cannot find information on because the uh, the records have been sealed, but that the the crime has never been solved. What? So no, so no coroner report, no police report, no. I have looked and looked and looked because um, I know. Uh, members of their family i have tried to i don't want to bring it up to them mm-hmm. obviously but I, i've been looking for information on this case and i it just drives me insane that everything has kind of been sealed away because there's like a gag order on the whole the whole the whole thing the all the evidence and everything and it just it frustrates me and i i try to see where i can find stuff but the the information is so limited it 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 Ah, uh, man, it's tough sometimes. Interesting. But we are going to do a, um, we are going to start doing more episodes on our Unsolved, uh, Project Skeptic Unsolved 2, where uh, my co-host, my my brother is one of my co-hosts. He's doing his um, Unsolved series from the, the biggest Unsolved Mysteries from every state. So we've, we're going to be working on that stuff, too, going forward. California is going to be hard for you. Yeah, no, no kidding. I was, I, was, I was thinking, I was like, I don't know what Virginia's is, but I know what California's might be. There's a list. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, awesome. Uh, thanks for being on for this. Like, like I said, it's actually, you know what? I didn't ask the proverbial question. What do you fear in the world of the paranormal and stuff like that? Like, is there something from this that you are secretly scared of that uh, you're going to tell yeah. me now so I can have that evidence? I mean, have that information <laughs> for whatever I do with it later. Show up at my house someday. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, my my biggest fear is... Um, hauntings and not like hauntings like uh, a ghost in a hallway i'm talking like poltergeist or uh demon hauntings stuff like that it that kind of stuff chills me to the bone like just thinking that you could be living in your house and next thing you know you brought something from uh, a historical society back to your house with you and then all of a sudden like everything's going on in the house and think, you know, you have to move or something just grips onto your family and terrorizes your family. That is one of the things that probably 
scares me the most. Also, with me talking about it all the time, I think I, I always feel like I'm going to open some kind of portal and mm -hmm. they're just going to come flooding out. But I, that kind of, you know, uh, the Smurl family haunting or any of the 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 Exorcist or stuff like that kind of, yeah, that, that kind of gives me the chills out of everything, I guess. I know one of the previous people we've done the what do you fear i think that was their answer too was like the demonic stuff like that they they said that researching it was not something they enjoyed doing because it was always creepy and they could not put their finger on why um i i will say this while i've had no like pointed out point to like spectral stuff like that i will 100 percent admit I have filled a bowl of milk and put it out back behind, like on the porch, because we kept on having mechanical troubles with one of our cars, then the next one had trouble, then randomly, I think some of our podcasting equipment had an issue within like, it was like within a three week span, and I was listening to something, they were talking about gremlins. Oh, jeez. And I, and they were like, oh, if you ever have a gremlin, just do that, and I put the, and even Ellie was like, what do you do? And I told her, and she just looked at me with this weird look. I'm like, listen, do I believe it? No. But I'm like, I'm tired of having to repair stuff right now. And while the one car did die eventually, and I hate that car with a passion. It's gone now, thank God. It was one of those things that I was like, what is the harm in doing, like, maybe something that could fix this? So Yeah, what? Why not try it? I mean, if it, if I had something going on, I'd have somebody in here like smudging the house. Yeah, it it's one of those. I wasn't going to go to the to the extreme of like doing a ritual circle and cutting my hand while saying a prayer. <laughs> but I'm like saucer of milk, awesome. Gonna try it. What what's the worst that can happen? I lose out on milk. Cool. Feed some local cats. Also awesome. Get a gremlin off my off my property. Great too. All of these are win win wins. <laughs> so. So yeah, um, but on on that note, where can people find more from you, sir? Oh, pretty much everywhere you can find any uh, podcast podcast catchers or anything like Apple and Spotify, all those uh, all those ones there. We have a Facebook page, a group on a Facebook page, it's Project Skeptic on Facebook. There, uh, we have an email. ProjectSkepticPod at gmail.com. You can write us emails for ideas and topics. And we have a website, ProjectSkeptic.com. Everything on that you need to know about the show, you can even listen to the show, is on the website. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Jay, for being on. I'm, I'm sure you'll reappear at some point on Zingness, but um, I, I wanted to just say thank you for being on. Thank you for, for, for letting me pick your brain and seeing what terrifies you anyways we'll be back next year with another zingtober and all the fun stuff but i'm sure we'll cover some paranormal stuff in between now and then but until next year bye of course we'll be back next week with another nerdy episode you can find zingness wherever you find great podcast bye <laughs> yeah <laughs> you ruined the show. <laughs>